Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And a pleasant good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Bobby Bear is at the Silver Slipper. I'm in studio, and Coach Allen, it was a- another tough afternoon. You held San Francisco to 13 points, lost the turnover battle, and had so many opportunities, but just couldn't get the execution when you need it. And there, every loss is tough, but I imagine this one uh, specifically so. Yeah, look, none of them are easy. Um... But uh, this was a game that we felt like we had our opportunities and, and we just didn't take advantage of them in, in the game. And so, uh, you know, that's something that we've got we've to look at and, and, and do better in the future when we have these opportunities to make some plays. You know, we've got to be able to be able to make them. And, and that's what you have to do to be able to beat really good teams. You know, Coach Allen, uh, to me, uh, you got to be opportunistic. I'm looking at... Can you protect the football? Can you take it away? Third consecutive game and the fourth in the past five. The defense has failed to create a turnover. And I'm just looking at it. Uh, it's amazing uh, that the games we've won, the Saints lead the league in uh, false start penalties. And, uh, you know, turnovers are 19. And they're last in the turnover margin, minus 14. I mean, h- how do you address the team? Do you tell them, like, one snap and clear, we got to move forward or not? Uh, because uh, to me, it's like we're right there, but you got you got to make plays. And you might say it's the same song and dance. And, and you went on to say that's frustrating because we have opportunities. And you're not going to beat a good team, especially like San Fran and where they're at, unless you make the plays that are there to, uh, to be made. And if you turn the football over, uh, you're not going to beat a good team. So uh, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, if you're in the minus category – I'm not talking about like uh, like minus five or minus six, minus d- double digits. I'm telling you, it's even amazing that the games we've won, considering where we're at. Well, yeah, I mean, the reality is is that you know when you're when you're minus like we are in double digit or takeaway ratio. I mean, uh, you know, usually you would you would you would say it'd be hard pressed to win any games, uh, and much less be in games and have opportunities to win. Um, and so that just shows you, you know, that, that there's a good football team here, but we have to, we have to eliminate the self-inflicted wounds, the turnovers, the penalties. And look, it's something that we've, we've, we've worked on a lot. Um, we just haven't been able to get that corrected. Um, and, and look, the same thing, you know, defensively is, is, uh, man, we, we, we've stressed, you know, taking the ball away and, and, and how you do that by playing, tough, nasty, aggressive defensive football, attacking the ball, um, you know, and, and uh, we just hadn't been able to get those. Though, look, we had one bounce up in the air uh, yesterday off an of offensive lineman's helmet, and it st- stayed in the air for 10 seconds. And, you know, you see those plays all the time, and, and, uh, and, and they end up being positive plays for the defense, and yet that one 
falls to the ground. We have an interception uh, by Alante Taylor. We return it inside the 10-yard line, uh, and it gets called back uh, with the with the with the penalty. So, um, you know, that's where we're at right now. We got to keep grinding. We got to keep working. We got a lot of football left ahead of us. You know, Coach Allen, I'm looking at this, and uh, if you'd have told me this, that uh, uh, look at all the explosive players that they had and uh, how we limited them. Uh, we held the 49ers ground game in check, limited them to 3.3 yards per carry. They managed just one touchdown drive, and we stuffed them on fourth and goal. I would have gone like, well, well hell yeah, we're going to win. Uh, well, we are going to win the game. But, but it's amazing how we are not able to take advantage of that because, listen, I don't care if you're the head coach, if you're the coordinator, whatever. All I know is in the National Football League, you hold an opponent into the teens, there ain't no way you should lose. Uh, you know, 13 points, whether it be 17, uh, even say 19, even 20. I think if the offense is uh, getting it done, we should be able to win those type of games. I thought our defense was outstanding as far as, you know, holding bend but don't break and, uh, you know, giving our offense a chance to maybe capitalize on that. I, I thought our, our defense overall, you know, look at the penalties, uh, but, but I, I thought our, our defense came to play against San Fran. Yeah, I thought, I thought defensively, I thought the guys uh, played with a lot of, you know, energy. Uh, I thought they flew around to the football Um you know, we, we, weren't, we weren't perfect by any means. And, look, we knew that this was going to be one of those games that we were going to have to limit the points. Um, we knew we were going to need to take the ball away. And we knew that we were going to have to play, you know, really good situational defense. Um, you know, I think we probably could have been a little bit better on third down. We weren't quite where we need to be there. I think they were 5 of 13. Uh, I'd like for that to be more along the lines of, you know, 25 to 33%, not 38%. Um, and then we held them one of three in the red zone, and really felt like we really had a chance to, uh, you know, to hold them three of three in the red zone. And, and, you know, that touchdown there at the end of the half, I think really kind of changed the complexion of the game because the way the game was going uh, against their defense, we knew that points were going to be hard to come by. And, you know, if you're able to make them kick a field goal right there, then, then – you know, as the game plays out at the end of the game and, you're, and and when we got in the second half, every time we crossed the 50-yard line, we were really thinking four-down territory because, you know, we were going to need sevens, not threes. And uh, if it's if it's a nine-to-nothing game, then, then, then threes are, are, are probably, you know, you, you'd be more willing to take the three. So, Coach, I am in no way asking you to – Talk about the officials. Criticize the officials. That's not even part of the question. And if for whatever reason you get fined, Bobby will pay it. But I want to talk about the Olave play. And so it's a 30-yarder from Taysom. He appears, he makes the catch, appears to make a football move, goes to the ground. He is touched from behind by the Niner player. Ball comes loose as it hits the ground. Ground can't cause a fumble. My my question is, what what is the rule and what did they tell you after that? Without getting yeah, into well, who's right or wrong, just what was what's the rule and what did they tell you? No, well, the rule is is that uh, you have to have two feet down with possession of football, and there has to be a third element, i.e., a football move. Um, and and the explanation was that that you know there was not a football move. Um, 
I tend to disagree with that. I felt like he had possession of the ball. I felt like he had two feet down. I felt like he began to turn up the field, and then as he was tackled and went to the ground, the ball came out. So, um, you know, we can we can go to our grave disagreeing with that call. It's not the first call that we've disagreed with, but uh, but that was the explanation. That's the rule. Got to take a break. We are listening to Saints head coach Dennis Allen. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network, back after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Monday night football will be the Saints at Tampa Bay next Monday night. And Coach, I'm going to get kind of my my official questions out of the way just because it's I, I do really want some just clear answers without getting you in any kind of hot water. And the second one is about the roughing the passer call with Malcolm Roach. The quarterback was outside of the pocket. And so he went, he can't go low, but he did go low. So is there any interpretation of low outside of the pocket, inside of the pocket, or is it just you can't go low? Well, and again, I'm just asking for the rule. Yeah, well, um, the rule is, is that once the quarterback goes outside the pocket um, and, and he's on the run, he loses the protection of – uh, the low hit and the one-step protection. Um, I'm, I'm still challenged by that call. I, I don't. I don't have a clear answer for you on that call. As I understand the rule, uh, I did not see that as a foul, but uh, that's what they called, and I didn't get an explanation. Uh, and you know, Coach Allen, uh, I'm looking at this uh, because Saints fans have asked me this, and I said, well. It might be about the matchups. You know, the Saints O-line against the 49ers D-line, considering uh, they were number one uh, run defense, number one overall defense. And they, they, they look at, like, Taysom Hill or whatever we might try and do. And that uh, we got the ball on the four-yard line, three straight incompletions. Uh, and, and then you look uh, what occurred on fourth down and all that. So why not – constantly pound the ball. Uh, do you tell Pete Carmichael or do you give him leeway because he's calling the plays that uh, how can we get an end zone? Because a lot of Saints fans saying, I don't think the 49ers even as good as they get the best in the NFL that they could have stopped us if we just keep pounding it for four plays, you know, first, second, third, or fourth down, whatever it takes to get an end zone and score. Well, look, certainly – Hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, I know earlier in the season, you know, um, there was a lot of talk about us being a little bit too conservative down there and not throwing the ball in. And, and so when it doesn't work, uh, you know, everybody's going to question what that decision was. I felt like the best chance we had was to throw the ball in. I thought we had a couple opportunities to make some plays in the end zone. We didn't make those plays. Uh, again, I felt like there was a uh, – you know, a potential defensive holding call on Jarvis Landry that we didn't get. So, uh, look, when it doesn't work, 
Um, you know, I think I think everybody wants to question uh, why you did what you did. We felt like that was the best opportunity, or I felt like that was the best opportunity for us to uh, put points on the board, and it, and it didn't work. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when you look at it, um, and obviously your playmakers got to make plays, how do you challenge, like, uh, you know, one of your uh, main players, uh, a team leader like Alvin Kamara, when uh, he lost two fumbles, I mean, uh, obviously we can't have that. And uh, because he has not done that in the past. Now, how do you challenge him in that regard going forward? And then as far as like, okay, if it hits your hands, you got to catch it. I mean, when y'all look at the film, I mean, a contested catch or whatever it might be. I mean, I I mean, I think you said it best. I don't know how else you could say it. I mean, your players got to make plays when all said and done, whether you're going to win or lose. Yeah, and look, I don't think any of that's from lack of effort. I think, you know, obviously the two fumbles with Alvin, um, you know, the first one they did a really good job of punching it out. And the last one, uh, I think it was Hafanga that uh, that jarred the ball loose. I mean, that's defending every last blade of grass. I think they do a really good job of that. Uh, so, one, you gotta you got to give them some credit. Uh, but yet at the same time, um, you know, we, we feel like we've got some really good playmakers on our team. And, and, and uh, when you get opportunities to make plays, we have to make them against these good teams because uh, the way that game was playing out, really the margin for error for both teams was very small in that game. Um, and, and so when you have opportunities to make plays, you have to be able to make them. And we had our opportunities. We just didn't, we just didn't convert. Coach, towards the end of the first half, the play, the end of the end zone, uh, Tyron Matthew leaps, gets a hand on it, but not enough to really push it forward. The amazing part to me was Jennings, whose momentum stops carrying him towards the end zone. His body, kind of like the Matrix movie, moves horizontal so that he's able to land uh, in the end zone and, and make the touchdown after the tip. Which kind of leads me to my question is is that you guys have struggled fairly much all season. We're under the two-minute mark with allowing points under two minutes. And is that something that you can kind of work on in practice? Or is it – tell me tell me where that fits. Well, look, a lot of that starts with, with uh, field position at the, end of the, at the end of the first half. Um, you know, we had an opportunity, um, you know, to get out of that negative field position – we had the 40-yard pass interference call uh, that would have given us the ball out there around the 45-yard line. Uh, and look, um, you know, got a young guy in there in his in his first game action, and uh, you know he's trying to block Joey Joey or uh, Nick Bosa, and his hand kind of got up in the face a little bit, and it created a face mask penalty. And um, that's the first thing is is creating the field position to where they got to go the long hard way in a two-minute drive. Uh, that would be the number one thing. And, and, and look, um, we had an opportunity to potentially, uh, you know, stop them and, and, and uh, force them to have to maybe potentially kick a field goal. And, uh, and we, we didn't do that. And we got, a, we got a bad, you know, personal foul there that gave them even better field position. So, um, look, it's unfortunate that we, you know, we're in position – to potentially make a play, we kind of tip the ball up, and they got a guy laying on the ground that catches it for a touchdown. That's that's a little unfortunate. 
Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, to me, uh, I know all the defense that you've coached, and we've got to be, uh, you know, we've got to take advantage of the situation and be, uh, you know, opportunistic. But, uh, I mean, I don't know if I've ever witnessed this. Uh, the third consecutive game and the fourth in the past five, the defense failed to create a turnover. I don't know whether the ball's bouncing your way, a forced FOMO, or like an interception, and then we get an interception with Alante Taylor, and then you got with Harris. Uh, to me, that, that was kind of a bogus uh, call. Now, the personal foul on the sideline, now you, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that. But to me, um, this caught my attention, that if you look at, uh, and, and you, you want to know why we're at where we're at, we lead the league in false start penalties, and uh, then look at turnovers at 19. So false start penalties, then you're behind the eight ball. Then we have uh, 19 turnovers. Then we're last in the turnover margin, minus 14. And then uh, when you look at that, um, the third consecutive game and uh, the fourth in the past five, the defense failed to create a turnover. I mean, I, I don't know. Somehow is the ball going to bounce away? I know we got to make plays come Monday night against Tampa. But it just seems like um, that uh, not only we're not protecting the football at times, but we're not taking it away. I mean, you're observing the film. What is your take on that overall? Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, um, you know, we haven't protected the ball as well as we as well as we need to protect the ball. Um, you know, and that 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 you know generally has led to some some scoring opportunities for our opponent. Uh, and we haven't done a good enough job of taking the ball away and creating field position for the offense. And, and so uh, it's going to continue to be a point of emphasis for us. Um, and, and look, my hope is that if we continue to play defense, at least the way we have the last couple of weeks, that those turnovers are going to start turning our way. Saints at Tampa Bay on Monday night. December 5th, we'll talk more with Saints head coach Dennis Allen after this break on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Austin, Bobby Bear at the Silver Slipper. Mike Dettelier will join us in the second half as well as Saints running back coach Joel Thomas. And so we know what a part of the storyline will be this week, Coach, and that is the Week 15 win last year, Coach Payton was out. You were the head coach, 9 nothing, kept the Saints kind of in that move and allowed them to finish 9-8. and eight. And I, I know enough to know that you will remove yourself from any questions about kind of being the head coach and, and going back there. But from a game plan standpoint, what happened last year and, and the ability to keep uh, the Buccaneers off the board is exactly what you'd like to duplicate. Well, yeah, there's no question. Um, you know, uh, we've uh, we've had some success against this team. You know, uh, in, in playing these guys, and, and uh, really, I felt like we played them pretty well. Uh, you know, in the first game that we played against them this year, and so uh, 
yeah, we're going to have to try to duplicate that. I think our guys have some confidence in going out and playing against these guys. It's a good, it's a good team. They play really good on defense. They've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, they've got some weapons to throw the ball to, and and uh, you know it'll be a challenge, but it'll be a great environment to play football in on Monday night in, in uh, Raymond James Stadium. You, you know, uh, Dennis, when I look at this, uh, that uh, you know it happens at every division. Uh, and and now obviously it's a big feather in your cap if you can win your division because you get to host a playoff game. To me, uh, you should, uh, you know, okay, you're in the playoffs, you should go on the road. But I'm uh, I'm looking at the NFC South right now. It was kind of like the NFC East. They might have four teams in the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen because they were the NFC East. I mean, at least I should say the NFC South has kind of turned into the NFC South. I'm looking at the NFC South, a division that still doesn't have a team with a 500 record. You look at Tampa Bay, 5-6, and six, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, 5-7, and seven, and all what's going to occur. And then you still got to play Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and you got to play Carolina. Uh, I mean, uh, so when you look at that, what all is going to say, there's still a lot to play for. How do you motivate the team? Because, uh, look, next Monday night, isn't this like a playoff game? To me, this is a playoff game. Uh, and, and, and in other words, it could be like all of a sudden we still can control our destiny. I don't know, like eight and nine, seven and ten might win the division, but it seems like that's how it's unfolding because uh, no one has really grasped uh, taking the bull by the horns going farther, uh, forward, whether it's the Saints, whether it's Carolina, whether it's Atlanta, or whether it's Tampa Bay. I mean, it's still wide open, right? I mean, to win the division. Yeah, look, there's no question. Um, we've got five games left, uh, three of which are division opponents. And so uh, there's still a lot to play for. There's a lot of football to be had. And, um, look, we, we just need to uh, put together a string of games where we play good complementary football in all phases, offense, defense, and the kicking game. And, and you know, if, we, if and when we've done that, we've played well. Uh, but but yet we haven't done that consistently enough this year. Now uh, you know when I, when I look at Coach Allen, uh, what is the scenario that um, okay you got Andy Dalton, and to me Andy Dalton has been uh, efficient. He's done his job. Um, would this be a case and scenario that you playing Monday night against Tampa Bay? And then you're going to have the bye week. Depending on what occurs, uh, have y'all, whether it's you or Pete Carmichael, is Jameis Winston ready to play if he's called upon? In other words, uh, hopefully he's not checked out. you got to be a pro. He's getting paid a lot of money, so he has to be ready to roll. So is it like, like, okay, do we need a spark? Maybe that Jameis Winston could uh, utilize on the back end of the season? Or do we go with, uh, you know, Andy Dalton no matter what? But uh, to me, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I think Andy Dalton, if you produce against Tampa Bay, then you're the guy. If not, then we might have to go in a different direction. Well, yeah, look, I think, <clears throat> look, the number one thing is we need to go to Tampa and get a win. And that's really where our sole f- focus is, and that's what we've got to that's what, what we got to prepare to do. I think all of our guys in this building prepare themselves to be ready whenever their number's called. And so I think all of our guys will do that, uh, and, and we'll put a good plan together and, and 
go down to Tampa and put on a good showing. Well, Coach, we appreciate your time. I know it was a, a late night last night, a little extra day this week because of the Monday night game. Maybe the prognosticators didn't anticipate five and six, but four and eight, but it is a huge one. Good luck on Monday night and get yourself a back-to-back head coaching win uh, there at Raymond James. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Right, Coach. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves here on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. And when we come back, Bobby will stay with us. We'll be speaking with Saints running back coach Joel Thomas on the back end of this break. Stay with us. It is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.